0: Hello, CPA masterminders. Welcome to today's training. Um, Be creative in your business, not your accounting. (laughs) So today is Wednesday, July 6th. My name is Emma Richter. I'm a former CPA, um, and I've worked in public and private accounting, um, and I've been an accounting professor for the last 20 years, and I'm a certified life coach. I love this kind of work, I think it is important for everybody, but I really believe there's a special kind of magic when you combine the analytical and logical skills of someone like a CPA with the soft skills you're going to learn from working with a life coach. This is being recorded, you'll be able to get the audio replay within 48 hours on the private podcast feed. So the agenda for today is, I'll take 10, 15 minutes to introduce the topic and then we'll move into coaching. At any time during the training, feel free to put your questions in the Q&A box. I have that open, Um, or you can put it in the chat. Uh, If you want live coaching, please raise your little hand icon when we get to that. Um, I'll bring you on live. Please be safe, not driving not operating uh, heavy machinery, <laughs> if possible in a quiet and distraction-free location. You can change your name to anonymous when you log on if you want to. And just know that getting coached in one of these group calls like this is actually very helpful to everyone on the call and who listen to it later. Um, other ways to get coached, <clears throat> you can type a question into the chat, use shift enter to do multiple lines. Also, you can submit a question in advance by emailing hello at geraldinecarter.com. And don't forget your private 20-minute coaching sessions inside the CPA Mastermind um, page. 20 minutes might not seem like a very long time, but you'll be surprised at how much you, how much clarity you can get on an issue when a coach is helping you with your focus on an issue and observing your thoughts as an independent observer. It really makes a big difference. So I have to tell you that um, Geraldine and I went through quite a few iterations of this title because we did not wanna give you the wrong impression. There is such a thing as creative accounting and that is not what we are teaching here. So, (laughs) but to be an entrepreneur, to own a business does require a good bit of creativity or innovation. Um, I what I what I want to talk to you today about is the self-limiting belief that because you are right-brained, because you are logical, because you're good with numbers, you're not creative or you're not innovative. That is just a belief that you have, and it's not true. So. Um, I know that you can be knowledgeable and reliable as a CPA, and you can also be innovative and creative as an entrepreneur. But I also know that if you truly believe that you're not creative, if you think you're not clever or innovative, then you won't be. So it really has to start with you at least being open to the idea that maybe I'm more creative than I realize. Maybe I can learn to be creative. So that's where you really have to start. Now you may be wondering, um, why do I even care if I'm creative? I'm in a business, I'm not an artist. So let me make a distinction here. Creative is different than artistic. Um, Being artistic involves learning a particular skill like drawing or sculpture or painting. Being creative involves creating something new, taking risks, being willing to play with ideas. But why do you even care uh, in your business about being creative? Well, uh, Forrester Consulting Group found in a survey that 82% of executives agree that companies benefit from creative employees. A survey by IBM of more than 1,500 CEOs showed agreement that creativity was ranked as the number one factor for business success. That's above management, above discipline, above integrity, above vision. It's creativity. And why is that? Well, I mean, the business environment is constantly changing for one thing. Look at the last two years. Things happen in the last several years that no one Ever could have expected it wasn't about having vision and planning ahead, it was about you succeeded if you were innovative and creative if you were able to play with ideas and do things in a new way. That's what helped people get through businesses get through um, what we just went through in the last several years. And not only that, as business owners, um, you have to create marketing, new marketing, new ways to provide value, new services. That's really what this program that you're in is all about, being creative, coming up with new ways to serve your clients. So you need to assess new situations and develop new strategies, pivot, problem solve. That's all about being creative. And there are personal benefits to being creative too. Um, Your confidence is greatly improved because creative endeavors require risk-taking, which means that you might fail. And therefore, you're not striving for perfection. Um, Perfectionism is a surefire way to erode confidence because you can never be perfect. And if that is your standard, you're never, you're, you know you'll never get there and therefore you won't have the self-confidence to try new things. There are people who believe that creativity reduces stress, anxiety, helps you cope with negative emotions. There are people that even claim it helps you live a longer life. And I think that actually makes some sense. So I hope I have convinced you that being creative will benefit benefit both your personal and professional life, but you may be thinking, okay, that's fine, but i still don't know how to be creative. And the very ironic thing is that there is an orderly step-by-step method that you can follow in order to become creative. So uh, let's go through the steps. According to Paul Sloan, there are steps to become creative at work, The first step is to approach everything in your work as if the current method of doing things is temporary and your job is to find a better way to do it. Now, in order for this step not to cause you anxiety, which will put a stop to being creative, um, you have to approach this as a scientist, which means that failing is already in the equation of trial and error. You know um if you are unknowingly or knowingly striving for the perfect answer you're never going to change anything and don't i and i don't say that lightly because i know how important your business is to you and i know how hard you work and i know that you want to do the very best you can for your clients but your approach but if you approach your work and your life much differently and you embrace failure and you don't strive for perfection you will make big strides in your business. So if you're approaching everything as if it's temporary, what that means is everything you do, you're not dedicated to that idea that it can never change. For example, we always contact our clients in a particular way. Well, maybe there's other ways you wanna engage with your clients. We never contact our clients except at tax time maybe there's a different time we would like to have contact with our clients you just allow the possibility that things can change and always be looking for a better way to do something so say you find an area that you would like to improve on the next step is to talk to people all kinds of people about the area that you're interested in. So this is your clients. I mean, it makes sense, your clients and your colleagues, but also people from completely different fields. Sometimes ideas come from the most unusual places. So you have to be curious. Um, And when you are the client or the customer, which you're a client or a customer all day long in different uh, businesses, notice how they treat their clients. Notice how they do things. You may pick things up that you like or see things that you absolutely don't like, but just be curious and open to the idea that maybe there's a different way to do these things. And maybe this idea is going to come from somewhere I never expected. All right. So the first two steps are viewing your everything you do in your business as temporary. And, always, and, the, and believing it's your job to find a better way to do it. So you identify an area you wanna change. Now you're doing research. You're just looking everywhere to find different ideas, different ways to do things. Once you've done that, then you're gonna hold a brainstorming session. This can be either alone or with someone else. But do you know how to brainstorm well? I mean, we talk about brainstorming sessions, but do you know how to really make a brainstorming session effective? The key is not to judge anything you write down. So you sit down and either by yourself or with somebody else, you have a topic and you just start writing down ideas. They can be crazy off the wall ideas. They can be tiny ideas, but you never you don't judge what you're writing in um, life coaching. We call this a thought download where it's kind of like you're just dumping all the ideas, all your thoughts about something onto a piece of paper. So you have your topic and maybe it's client communication and you just write down all the different ways you wanna engage with your clients. It could be, I wanna have a yearly picnic or I wanna give away gifts or I wanna have a contest or social media or whatever it is. Write it all down and don't judge it while you're writing it. That is how you brainstorm effectively. The next step, step number four, is to then sift through those ideas. So then you're going to pick through those ideas and you're going to look at them and you're going to decide, well, I don't think I'm ready for that one. That one looks too difficult. Find an idea that you think looks doable. And then you have to build a prototype. You know, in the scientific method, you have your hypothesis. But then the next step is you have to test that. You can have amazing ideas, but you're not going to know if they're going to work until you actually test them in the market. And that's where like in all the niche work, all the niche choosing and thinking about, I know you do the two weeks where you really immerse yourself in your niche and you learn all about it. That's kind of like um, step number two. And then maybe step number three for you is you write down your niches and why you what, what you're picking, why you like it, what you think their concerns are, all that. But then you need to actually test it. You have to test your ideas to see if they're going to work. And the idea of testing also includes the possibility that it might not work. And that's fine. So you test your ideas in the marketplace. Now, the last step, which isn't exactly a step, but it's more of a change of mindset. The last step is that you change your attitude towards failure, which we talked about. Um, the initi- the innovator's motto is I succeed, or I learn, but I never fail. And just imagine if you could truly embrace that in your business, if you truly believed, I'm either going to succeed in this endeavor, or I'm going to learn, but you never call it a failure. And you never, you know, go down the rabbit hole of Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Why did I try that. And according to Dave Moreno, who is a podcaster, Fear of failure is the biggest thing that holds back business owners, and that could be fear of new failure or rehashing old failures. You know where you, I know you've done this because I've done it. You have an idea to do something new and then your brain immediately goes back to, oh, but don't you remember um, 10 years ago you tried that one thing and it didn't work out, so maybe you should leave this alone. Don't do that. Except that things are gonna end up differently than you may be anticipated, but don't call it a failure. It's either learning or it's succeeding. So testing and learning is the fastest path to success. And that is how you actually become creative. You um, view everything as temporary. You're always interested in changing and tweaking and and adapting new to new things. And then you go out and you get information from everywhere. You just absorb it everywhere you go. You get all your ideas out on paper, and then you pick one and you test it. If it doesn't turn out the way you want it, you go back to that list and you pick another one and you test that one. So if you have that kind of attitude, which I will admit is easier said than done, but the better you can get at having that attitude, the more success you're going to have at becoming creative. All righty, That is my training for today. Let's see here. Do we have any, anybody who wants coaching or any questions? I have the chat. I have the Q and A. Ah, okay. All right. If we don't have any coaching for today, I just want to thank you for coming and um, get out there and be creative and test your prototypes and you will either succeed or you will learn and you will not fail. Have a great day.